Well, I might as well get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now come to the right place. It's time for the late night snack. That's where the drums kick in, because we're serious and we're ready to podcast. You're professionals. We create a perfect world in our heads. Welcome back to the Late Night Snack Podcast, episode seven. Last week, we had on our first special guest, which was really exciting, my best friend, Emily Beidler. And y'all really loved that episode, and we really appreciate all the love on it. Make sure that you go follow her on all her socials and all of that, and let us know what kind of guests you want to see in the future. But it was a really exciting week for Dawson and I. It was, but before I get into that, I just want to say, uh, Emily, thank you for coming on. It's our first guest. If you guys love guests, please let us know. We'll try to bring on more guests. Let us know who you want us to bring on if you have someone in mind. But we did have a pretty big week this week because we had our six-month anniversary. Which feels weird because it feels like it's been a lot longer than that. So it feels kind of weird to celebrate six months, but it's still exciting. Happy half year, bish. What's going on? Woohoo! We just fist bumped. You couldn't tell, but we did. What's up, dog? Um, but that leads us to people who base just relationships and things. Wait, I know exactly where you're going, and let me just kick this off here. Okay, I'll let so you. you don't really hear much about this from guys. Maybe there is a group of guys that say it. Maybe I don't. I'm not friends with them. But this is mainly a girl thing. But using horoscopes to predict relationship outcomes, just not even relationship, just anything about life, like their whole life based off the like, you know, these girls, they'll be like, well, cancer's going to be rising above the third quadrant of the moon as it passes Saturn. So I think my week's going to be a little stressful. Like, what the heck are you talking about? See, the worst for me is the people who blame things on their horoscope. Or zodiac sign, I guess that's what it's called. People, like, I'm a Virgo. So if I went around and I was like, I'm just, I'm so organized and it's because I'm a Virgo. Or like, I'm so moody this week. It's because I'm a Virgo. Or whatever it is. And it's like, that's annoying. You're just an annoying person and you want something to blame it on. It's not because you're a Virgo. It's because you're the dumbest person who's ever walked the face of the earth. Uh, I'm a Cancer. Fun fact. I know. And actually, not to be one of those girls, but a lot of my friends are cancers. And I kind of always thought I'd end up dating a cancer. So kind of worked out. But I also think it's stupid. So he's rolling his eyes. I mean, it's cool to have your sign. And when things match up, that's pretty cool. But see, my whole thing is, and I don't know if your mom was like this. She probably was. My mom was very anti-horoscope, very anti-astrology my whole life. And I remember like reading like she'd have like a women's health magazine or like Cosmo. She never had Cosmo. But like if you ever read those magazines, they have a horoscope section. And I was always fascinated by it because as a kid, you always want what your parents tell you you can't have. You know what I mean? And so to me, I was always really intrigued by it. And then as I grew up, I realized that it was really dumb. See, my mom was like that on me, but with witchcraft. She was very anti-witchcraft. She wouldn't let me read Harry Potter growing up. I wasn't allowed to watch Wizard's Way of Really Place, which I feel like is significantly better than Harry Potter. But, you know, my mom was very against it. And Harry Potter, I wasn't allowed to see the movies. And I had to take a break in between books four and five for a year because apparently they got scarier and darker after four. So, you know what is actual horse crap? What? I'm not allowed to read Harry Potter as a kid. All like witchcraft, none of that. My mom in love with the Twilight series. Your mom was a Twilight fan? Huge. I can't wait to talk to her about that. 
I don't think she was a Twilight movie fan. I think it was just books. The books? Oh, I read the books. See, my grandma loved Twilight. She loved like Hunger Games too and like a lot of those series we like always bonded over it. Um, And she had me read all the Twilight books kind of against my mom's will. And we watched the movies together. It was kind of a thing for me and my grandma. So now I can talk to your mom about it. That's exciting. Yeah, she was a big Twilighter. What what do you call someone who's a fan of Twilight? I know like you're either Team Edward or Team Jacob, but I don't remember. But this like brings us to a good point, which is that Dawson and I to this day have very different taste in television programs. Well, you're a female, so you tend to like female-like shows, which is totally fine. I love Firefly Lane has been my most recent one, and we turned it on in the living room the other day. Dawson walked through the apartment, and he was like, this looks like the most boring show of all time. I'm also a person who, like, my emotions, this is probably a girl thing, my emotions, like, feed off of whatever TV show I'm watching. So if I'm, like, binge-watching Grey's Anatomy, I'm gonna be, like, moody and dramatic and, like, sad because that's how Grey's is. And if I'm watching Firefly Lane, I was like, oh, you're watching their love story, but like their friendship. And I was just very like content all week. And so the key to putting me in a good mood is giving me a good TV show. So that's a little taste of what Maddie likes. Now, I am particularly fond of a show that is called 60 Days In. If you don't know what the show is called, I'll give you a little synopsis. Basically, camera crews take a person and they put them through the process of becoming a prisoner out of jail and they use them as like a way to learn how the prison works and what goes down so that they can better train their correctional officers and they also just like interview these guys and talk to them about the experience but i am particularly fascinated with this show because it can get crazy and i'll show maddie and maddie will just not be about it like she'll you know be watching her show you know and it's just you know, girl drama. And then I'll be like, oh my God, I think Adam's about to find a shank. And then she's just not about See, it. This is, I really wonder when we get married and we live together and all of that. And, you know, we're, we're laying in bed. Who gets to pick the TV show? This is where we find the happy medium. We both love Netflix documentaries. True, but a like, lot. I still am going to want to watch my girl shows. That's true. Then and can... you're still going to want to watch your, listen to your 911 calls. Okay. So Maddie gives me a lot of hate for this. And Probably rightfully so, but sometimes I just like to listen to 911 calls. I it's like- not that it's weird that you like to listen to them. That's fine. I understand that my dad loves the police scanner. But it's the fact that like you like like elbow me and you'd be like, oh my gosh, listen to this. And I'm like, it's a 911 call. They all sound the same to me. And it's just not this fascinating thing. It is so fascinating. 911 calls on YouTube immediately put you in a very serious situation and that's just kind of rushed. You're like, oh my God. Like, and I don't know, maybe that makes me the scariest person alive. It does. I don't mean it to be weird or crazy, but I don't think it's weird. It's just funny. It's like I every time I think when you're always like, I just can't believe, you know, they called and, and it took seven minutes for the police to get there. They'd all be dead. They'd all be dead. We'd be dead. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> just he gets really worked up and like very into it. I do. I'm sorry. I'm clock's ticking. And honestly, I just put myself in the shoes of the 911 operator, right? They go to the snack machine, you know, they get a Coke, you know, or they get, you know, some kind of muffin and they walk back and they got a little earpiece on like they're 2005, you know, and then some call will come in, they'll answer it. And immediately they are hit with a scary situation and they got to handle that. That's a horrific job maybe you should take a job as a 911 operator you're really familiar with it now i'm familiar they wouldn't have to train you i'm that'd be so scary because i feel like (laughs) someone would call me with emergency and i'd be like uh uh, do uh what what oh my i'm so scared for you oh my and then they'd be like thanks you have to remain calm yeah that'd be kind of scary stuff you know (laughs) 
but I mean, it'd be kind of a cool. No, it wouldn't be a cool job. But respect to nine one one operators, except for the bad ones. I I have watched a lot of nine one one calls to know when there's a bad operator, and they get fired. Fun fact: if you do a really bad job, you will get fired and possibly prosecuted. So it's kind of a very highly liable job. I mean, as it should be. I mean, you can really screw something up. Like, that's a life or death situation sometimes. You know? I heard this one 911 call where this person... Sorry. But this person called and the 911 operator was like, Hey, could you just keep your voice down? You're yelling at me. And I'm like, you... Are you out of your mind? Dawson's little reaction that he had there before he went into that is the reason that I've had people tell me that this podcast sounds like us having a conversation at home to them. Because that's exactly what Dawson will do. He'll be like... <gasps> Oh my gosh, there was this one 911 call. <laughs> so you'll just get a glimpse of that. Yeah, but that's enough with 911 calls because it's getting a lot. I don't want people to think I'm like some crazy creep. <laughs> You're not a crazy creep. But you know where crazy creeps go? Where? Water parks. Water parks are, I agree. I just think like it's so nasty. It is such a nasty that's like, place. You know how we talk about things like that should be canceled after COVID? Like, my mom really harps on, like, how did we blow out birthday candles? Like, you just spit all over cake and then served it to everyone. You think but that's it's like, bad? Oh, my God. Water parks, you're paying for the price of admission to sit in a pool of people's pee and spit and sweat. It's a hot summer day. Sweat's dripping off back hairs, dripping into the pool. You're just swimming with your mouth open, your eyes open, letting all those fluids <laughs> oh in. Oh, my God. Oh, my. It is horrific. It's like, that's just on the long list of things. Did you see the other day that they said that to reduce COVID spread on roller coasters, they think that you sh- they want to ban screaming on roller coasters? That's really cool. And I just love, like, basically all amusement parks, water or thrill, you know, <laughs> whichever park you go to. Uh, pretty much the medical staff is uh, packed with people with three teeth. So, you know, they really are caring a lot about You know, health. water parks really might never come back. Because think about it. At least, like, if, you, if we start opening up amusement parks this summer, right? Like roller coasters. You can wear a mask on a roller coaster. Yeah. You cannot wear a mask in a pool. How I, is a water park going to work? Atlantis is going to go out of business. I don't know if Atlantis... Atlantis is different because that's also a resort. You're right. But I'm talking about like your local... Like, especially me. Like, I grew up in the South. These are just like in the most podunk of places. And it's just like gravel road all the way to all of a sudden there's a big slide. Right? And it's just the most unsanitary thing of all time. Are you talking about that place off of the interstate? You know what I'm talking about? That's one. Yeah. I've seen it and I've always been like, I wonder who goes here. Have you been there? Yeah. Many of school field trips, <laughs> uh, many we, of birthday parties, uh, and just thinking about what I, I mean, it is so vile. Did Think you about, have community parks with like shallow community swimming pools as a kid? No. Oh, we did. I don't know if that's a Michigan thing, but like I grew up in like a inner, like a downtownish neighborhood. And so like we had a little city park around the corner from us that had a playground and basketball courts. And it also had one of these pools. It was like a big square and it probably had like four inches of water in it. Maybe more. It's like a wading pool. And people will just go and chill on a summer day. And that might be more disgusting than a water park. Give us your thoughts. What do you think is more disgusting? A community I'm going to do an pool? Instagram poll. Yeah, community pool or full-on water park, which holds way more people, way more pee, way more spit, way more sweat. Uh, but who's ever cleaning the community pool? I'm sorry. Did they clean the water park? Okay, I don't know. They have a lot more employees. It's a city pool. 
I think actually to work at a water park on the employee application, it says, do you have neck tat? If the answer is no, you cannot work there. If you live in Michigan, you would know about this place called Michigan Adventure. Michigan's Adventure? I'm not sure. Um, Dawson has never had the pleasure of going to such a place, but have you been to Cedar Point? I want to go, but I know what it is. Okay. Love Cedar Point. We went there a lot in school, but um, Michigan Adventure is Senior Point's little, little brother. Okay. It's like the minor league baseball of theme parks. Why does it have to be baseball? Why can't it be any minor league? Do they call all... <laughs> this is a dumb question. Do they Maddie call... <laughs> is pretty new to sports. Um, she Our... just started getting into athletic events. I thought that baseball was the only sport that had a minor Whoa. league. <laughs> okay. Pretty new. Uh, yeah, I'm no... sorry. <laughs> There's lots of minor leagues. In lots of different sports. Is there minor league hockey? <laughs> because we have a team in my hometown that is minor league hockey, but I've always said to people, it's like minor league baseball, but hockey. <laughs> but all along, you're telling me I could have just said minor league hockey. It's because it's a minor league hockey team. <laughs> Listen, six months was a good run, you know? Hey, like, we made it six months. Don't break up with me. I won't, but like, <laughs> whew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God. Anyway, the minor league of water parks or just amusement parks in general is Michigan Adventure. And there's a water park side and an amusement park side. And the water park side has one of those giant funnel things. Have you ever been in one of those? I have. They are awesome. I remember as a kid going to the water park and being like, Mom, I want to go in the funnel. And she'd be like, no. And then I remember one time I was finally old enough and you're holding on, you're in that four-person tube, you know? But everyone was so nervous that I was going to fling off because I'm so light that they, everyone in the tube put their leg over my legs to hold me down. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I was all, always fond of within the water park community? What? I feel like every water park has this. Just that bucket that fills up with water and then just tips on people below. Oh, yeah. And people will just look straight up and stare for 30 minutes and be like, maybe... It might be it tips now. And then finally it just goes all over. Right them. on their face. And it's like maybe two seconds of fun for like a 30 minute wait. It's basically a, a line to wait in. Another thing that I don't know if it's a chain or not. Have you ever been to a Great Wolf Lodge? Is that a chain? That is a chain. Okay. Because that was like the thing to do in Michigan. Because they're open wait, in those the winter. Are the, those are the hotels, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you like have they they had the Magi Quest thing when you got the wand and you could go do that. Do you remember this? I said early in the podcast, mom was totally against witchcraft. Oh, you're right. You never got to do that. I'm just kidding. Mom wasn't that against it, but I just I've never been to them, but I've seen them. I know what oh, you're talking about. Oh, okay. So that was a big deal in Michigan because they're indoors. So during the winter, if you wanted to go be in a that like for sure is a petri dish for all sorts of diseases because not only is it a water park. But it's enclosed. So you open the doors into this water park. You know when you open the doors into a hotel pool and it just smells like damp chlorine? Yeah, it smells like a, the cleanup from a murder scene. Yeah, that's what this entire thing is. It's like a super high ceilings, super large room. You just walk in and it's like humid chlorine and children's pee. I think that is way safer, though, than any of these, you know, uh, establishments that are based on just child's birthday parties. Like you got your pump it ups, your Chuck E. Cheese. That's a big one. Oh, yeah. Like we the have... minute, the minute you walk into this place, 
you're just hit with the aroma of children's feet, and you're just utterly disgusted. Could you imagine working at one of those places? No. It'd be horrible. I literally, we were looking at job application stuff the other day, and there was like a Chuck E. Cheese job, and I was like, Dawson, you should be the Chuck E. Cheese guy. I Can I be honest with you? I had yeah. a group of friends in high school, <laughs> and we were seriously considering applying to become all of like the Chuck E. Cheese drugs. You should guys. do that. Not then, now. We're adults, but like that. No, it's funny. creepy now. <laughs> like when you're in high school, like you're old enough to have a job, but you're not old enough to be like yeah. I'm. Like if you're like like if someone my age now is like, I as a man prefer to work with children. Uh, red call flag. The police. <laughs> red flag. Yeah, pretty scary stuff. But. You know, the alternative to the water park, like I said, going to the beach in the summer is always fun and safer and really, you know, less of a Petri dish for children's feet smells and germs in general. But going to the beach does not come without risks. No. Oh, man. Beaches are the most beautiful things in the world as they are. And then humans arrive and ruin everything. I love beaches, but I swear. I bet you do. Every time I go to a beach, I sit my chair down, I'm sitting there, I'm tanning, I'm living my best life. And then some guy whose name's probably Randy will roll up with his crew of nine and his roll tide tent and he'll roll down and he's got a boom box blasting bro country and he'll just be guzzling beer. He's only there. half watching his children that are probably getting swept away in a riptide. Yeah, his child's like crying in the shallow water and he's like, get up, boy. And then um, it'll always have some kind of American symbolic tattoo that just runs down the back of the shoulder blade or uh, something of that nature. I saw a guy that had the Constitution tattooed on his chest. I've seen those. (laughs) Do you know how hard that is for a tattoo artist artist to be like, you want me to replicate? Are you out of your mind? But yeah, I mean, there's just lots of things that you don't want to see when you go to the beach. Um, you know, male speedos. Males, um, male speedos are badass. Everyone knows that. But also, they could be a little bit dangerous. You know, there's children out there. You know, and frankly, if you're a guy, do you really need to be tanning those cheeks? I just think it's crazy. Like, and I know that, like, everyone says this. Maybe it's a stereotype. But, like, you know, in Europe, that's very normal and common. And I just can't imagine, like, growing up with that. Like, it's such a different culture. Like, going to the beach is just a completely different experience. People say that Americans are pretty immature, and I think the reason might be when you're, you know, growing up in another country, and you go to the pool, and you're six, and you're just immediately hit with men in Speedos, you grow up pretty fast. That's true. Childhood dreams die. <laughs> you start applying for jobs. You really get your act together. You know what the most fun part of going to the beach, though, as a kid was? And I'm hoping you did this, too. What? Burying people in the sand. That was always fun. I mean, it's like borderline burying you alive, but you leave out their head. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm more of a boogie boarder myself. You know, I like to ride the waves. I like to catch, you know, the riptide. Let's see where it takes me. I'm a man of the water, you know. I'm Aquaman, basically. You're Aquaman? Not exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to use my powers. You're for, a waterbender? Yeah, I'm not going to save them for good, you know. I'm going to use my powers to, you know. For evil? No, for boogie boarding. Oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Do you really that. think I'm saving the world? No, but I didn't I didn't think you were a villain either. I was just confused. No. I'm just going. I'm just the guy That's standing okay. in the corner, which is totally fine. That is fine. It's all right to be the guy in the corner, okay? And I mean, a lot of families are starting to take vacations. You know, it's starting to get to summer. We just had Easter. You know, a lot of people probably went on Easter break, um, went to go see family, you know, do the thing. Um, and you just need to be, you need to be cautious on the beach. There's lots of 
lots of wackos out there and lots of, you know, shenanigans you don't want to get involved in. You know what? No matter what beach you go to, there'll always be that woman who's roughly, you know, Mm mid-40s who is so tanned that her skin is just absolutely leathered wrinkly. She went to the tanning bed to get that pre-vacation base layer and then just, yeah. It's like, you look, I used to make fun. My dad gets really, really tan in the summer and he doesn't try, like he doesn't do a tanning bed or anything, Mm -hmm. but he's old and that's how his skin gets. And I used to make fun of him and tell him he looks like he has chicken skin because it literally looks like fried chicken because he is tanning oil and then it's just like greasy, brown, wrinkly dad skin. Looking good. Yeah, John. Big looker. (laughs) Dang. Um, if you're above 65 and looking to date, please hit me up about my father. A little shameless plug there. All right. <laughs> I've been trying to get him a girlfriend since the third grade. But yeah, I mean, Easter just happened, and there are a lot of really interesting national holidays. April Fool's Day? Got any other ones, Dawson? I found one that might be the most useless holiday that's ever been made. <laughs> because I don't think anyone's ever done it. Well, maybe, maybe if it is such a small fraction of the world that has done this, but it's... National Hug a News Person Day. Hey, I mean, news persons, what? News people, they matter, you know? And I would like to give them a hug to thank them for the hard work that they do. I'm telling you right now, if you participate in that day, you're going to get... During COVID? Oh, no way. You're going to get yelled at. COVID, of course, they're going to yell at you. Before COVID, they're in the middle of their thing and you just like, are like... In front of the green screen, you like run out, give them a hug. Yeah, you just give them a hug. They're like, would you get the hell off me? <laughs> this is a professional workplace. No hugs. Yeah, this street, professional. Also hilarious that coincided with Easter was, was it National Tell-A-Lie Day or Sin Day? I don't know. It falls on the same day as Hug a News Person. This is a very elaborate day. It's pretty cool Easter, National Carrot Day, which is a really interesting one. And then National Hug a News Person Day and National Tell-A-Lie Day. Because nothing says Jesus is risen like giving him a reason to rise from the dead. Sinning. Lies. It was a joke. We can oh, cut it out if you don't think it's funny. Gotcha. I didn't get I didn't pick that up. Good. Jesus has risen, hug a news person. So <laughs> So that's really all we have for this week. We'll end on that note. Hug a news person this week. Um we had a great time. And we really hope that you guys send us some funny stuff this week. We're really excited to start incorporating more stuff from you guys. And like I said, let us know if you want to have more guests on. We loved having Emily on. It was a blast. But yeah, the usual plug, if you want to email us, it's latenightsnack.thepodcast at gmail.com. And the Instagram is latenightsnackpod. So yeah, y'all are starting to send us some emails. We're getting really excited about that. Keep emailing us. We're reading them. We're really excited about it. So let us know your thoughts, your opinions, and don't be afraid to go review it. Rate, review, subscribe. There you go. And we'll see y'all next week. I might as well. See you later.